culture do? What can culture do? What is culture? Culture unites us. Welcome to you. Welcome to Professor um, Gerhard Wolf from the Kunsthistorisches Institut Florence. I won't say more. Maybe you just put something in because you're worldwide, uh, working worldwide. It's okay. It's okay. So you it's put okay. it in, whatever <laughs> okay, let's, is important. Let's just have a, let's have a, let's a have quick a conversation. Let's have a conversation, a quick conversation exactly. of half an hour, and I'm very pleased to uh, take part in this event. I didn't understand the format, but now we just experiment it, and we will yes. see uh, what we yes. can do out of it. Uh, I may just uh, uh, make a kind of uh, short uh, input. Intro and input. Uh, for our conversation, which can uh, return to the uh, session we had this morning, but what we discussed yesterday. Uh, I must say uh, that I'm an exception, perhaps, because I'm not. I've never been a museum director and will not become one, I think, uh, in the next future. Uh, and I'm not a university scholar either. I'm a director of a research institute, so we have a position uh, of observing and uh, participating uh, in projects with uh, uh, colleagues from museums and from universities. So the, the very often separated roles, which now come a little bit more together than uh, in the last decades, uh, we have always felt in between, and uh, or not in between, but in another position where we would also take the stakeholders of cultural heritage uh, into the debate and uh, create a kind of uh, four-corner uh, discourse, as it would have been uh, called yesterday, no? Uh, that's the first point I want to make. The second point is to uh, say, obviously, I have been invited because of, uh, uh, let's say, a kind of collaborative relationship to, uh, to Martin Roth. And uh, this is perhaps also uh, something I would like to speak a second about, about it. And uh, uh, not speaking about personal encounters and all that, even if it would be very interesting to tell stories of uh, meetings and uh, uh, the, the personality of Hort, how it worked out, uh, uh, working with him. I proposed to him uh, uh, to make an exhibition on uh, uh, containers and uh, vessels, uh, and this brought me into contact with the many people he then introduced to me, and uh, uh, which is called The Art of Containment. And with Bill Sherman, who is now director of the Warburg, and we heard him yesterday, uh, we are going on to plan this, uh, this event in London and other places. And, uh, uh, and it's funny, it's in a certain way, it, it allows me to introduce uh, the notion of scale. And scales I have uh, brought as a title. I was they forced me to give a title as okay, so scales uh, because the uh, containment is really one of the points I uh, I'm interested in, uh, and I also hear about it in this uh, these days uh, we are staying together here in the Kraftwerk. Uh, so if I speak about scales, I do not mean uh, the uh, uh, fish scales. I do not mean dragon scales. I do not speak about uh, facades and architecture, all which are Draken-scaled uh, facades. And uh, I do not speak about uh, all these kind of things, but rather I would like to think about or reflect about the title of the whole event here, uh, What Can Culture Do? Uh, and scale enters immediately. It's, let's say notions of scaling uh, enters immediately the discourse here, because on the one hand, uh, culture is a subcategory of, the, of society 
uh, and stateful uh, performances. Uh, on the other hand, it is a, a hypercategory uh, which subsumes uh, nation state and other categories. And we play, I hear that in the last two days, uh, we play on both levels uh, always. And it's also good to do so because we, the museums are in a certain way uh, part of the cultural realm of society and of politics. On the other hand, they negotiate and discuss cultural, uh, let's say, uh, dynamics and uh, or cultures in the plural uh, of the world. So uh, while uh, uh, people ask for more culture, which is complete nonsense, no? uh, I would translate it to say, have more money for cultural institute, institutions with interstate uh, or regional law. No? Uh, let's say uh, uh, politics. So that's on that on that hand, I would say let's have more culture, uh, but take culture as a positive category uh, and differentiate it from let's say the bad uh, world of economics and finances is a completely narrow-minded and stupid uh, consideration. So uh, so culture, which goes together with sports and uh, tourism and uh, every kind of entertainment, which is not for my sense a negative. Uh, observation, but one has to be aware of that on the one hand we consider that uh, debates within the cultural sphere uh, are those about the most fundamental problems of mankind. Uh, on the other hand, they are considered uh, politically as part of a uh, surplus and entertainment if you have uh, free time, uh, leisure, leisure activities. Nothing against uh, the profound necessity and uh, role of uh, leisure time, but still. Uh, it's a it's a question uh, we have to discuss. On the one hand, uh, we we have a, a symposium which takes culture as a political term, or as a term of politicians uh, who use it within the new. Let's say we heard yesterday, uh, uh, Minister Winterfering, no, speaking about the new cultural uh, structure or uh, let's say orientation within the minister. Uh, of, of foreign affairs, so it's also now cultural affairs, and it's good so, I don't criticize it. Uh, but we should not, uh, as intellectuals, uh, public or even not, uh, we should not uh, marry that term, as you would say in Italian, we would not take this term as a term we speak about culture. It is, uh, if you speak about culture, we, uh, we discuss about uh, the interaction of people uh, with the world. I mean, it's a very general uh, term uh, we try to use usually the plural if we speak about cultural encounters or transcultural dynamics or uh, negotiating cultural differences and all these kind of uses of cultures. I mean, there's a lot of literature on that. And I certainly not want to bore you now in my few minutes I'm talking uh, with all these kind of debates. I just want to say that what culture do is one thing, what cultures uh, do uh, is another thing. And that they do is basically uh, not an imperative, uh, but a matter of facts in positive and negative terms. So that's, uh, that's my first point. And scale, as you see, uh, is culture as a big category uh, which transcends uh, national and uh, uh, even regional dynamics and the subcategory of the political and societal. And we should be aware of this. The dialectics, otherwise we, uh, we fall into the trap uh, of taking the one for the other. And that would be very bad. You see that museums are exactly uh, the places and spaces uh, and institutions, no? Uh, at which the negotiation between being 
culture within a political uh, or regional or private context uh, and negotiating cultural difference or exhibiting culture or being affirmative uh, on culture as what, whatever, whatsoever. I mean, we have seen uh, there is a kind of museum which is a, a affirmation of certain stateal identity politics, and there are museums which may even be stateful, uh, which are extremely critical on them. And if we have stakeholders and uh, museum directors uh, like Martin Roth, we see how you can use, how you can uh, direct uh, uh, a stateful uh, museum, uh, uh, even with the trustees, etc., to make it a space of critical encounter. I mean, we are so attracted by Martin Roth because he succeeded on the one hand to bring one million people Uh, to see exhibitions, so what we call blockbuster, and we are very negative on it usually, uh, but he did in a way we are also attracted by. So this is one of Martin Rose's uh, techniques of, uh, of winning us, so to speak, no? uh, on both sides. It would be also very interesting to see how Uh, what is the impact of Martin Roth, not uh, in his exhibitions, but on the permanent collections? So what did he change? Uh, how did he work there? This has to be done by the people who are right on his uh, intellectual legacy. Not certainly by me uh, today, here. So let me only give a few of uh, uh, topics we, uh, we could speak about. Um, museums, from that point of view... Uh, are social cultural ecosystems, uh, including digital environments. No? So I, I have an environmental uh, approach to museums. As, a, uh, as in the relational, relational dynamics of space, object, screens, uh, projections, uh, and people. And now, in that what I would have done if I would have time, and I see in your eyes that you will soon interrupt me, and I'm happy about, uh, <laughs> right, uh, is, uh, is to, to, be, to make let's say, binary uh, list to speak about this space, object, screen, people, uh, starting with people and space, for example. And I would send, uh, discuss a few new uh, museums like Louvre Abu Dhabi or, or Mannheim, uh, the Kunsthalle, which is also an interesting place, uh, both done by architects who translate the white cube uh, uh, in a kind of collecting white cubes in different scales uh, and present them as itineraries or as often piazza uh, and create a kind of cupola or a piazza in the center where you can uh, encounter without paying uh, entrance fee uh, and being able to, to live and pass by. So uh, the two extremes of the museum, on the one hand, uh, inviting being bridges, being places where you have to pass by if you want to cross a river. Uh, and the river is a place where everything swims around, what you then are attracted by or look at. Um, uh, and on the one hand, so being part of the everyday uh, experience. On the other, that's one museum theory. The other one is to say the museum offers the other, even if the other as a big category I'm extremely critical of, uh, offers other experiences, uh, the, the dream spaces, uh, visionary Uh, futures uh, or, pa or past, etc., etc. No? I mean, between the two extremes of the uh, of making the uh, turning the museum inside out would make it transparent or porous, the sense of uh, culture not as a, con a closed container but as a porous wall, as Marion Westman has told us. Uh, from that point of view, no? the museum has its dynamics, and uh, within that, the whole let's say post-colonial. Uh, a problem of the museum uh, has to be negotiated, uh, etc. So I would have done this, but I will not do. Uh, so people and uh, 
space, people and objects. Objects in space, that means object constellations, taxonomies, materials, media, uh, etc. Uh, and the digital, etc. So I don't want to do that, but just my last point to say, uh, don't think of the museum, but as museums like, you know, today, uh, observing space, you, uh, you connect uh, a, tel a telescope. So each telescope is only one angle, one point of view, one prisma, uh, with many different mirrors to look, to observe something. And to connect them by means to make a big telescope, which are, <coughs> which does not cancel and negate uh, cultural difference, but creates stars and encounters uh, on that point of view. And I must say the biggest and most important experience, uh, greatest experiences I had in debates with museum directors and museum scholars was together with Martin Roth <coughs> in Delhi, in India, uh, when we were discussing uh, with Neil Cracker, with... Uh, uh, Tapata Takurta and the Indian intellectuals Kavita Singh and others uh, discussed about the, the post-colonial museum. I mean, this was one of the uh, most interesting debates on museums I ever had. That's for the moment. Uh, scales matter. That's my point. Okay. Small objects, big objects, small spaces, big spaces, people, and so on. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, although we are within this big building and thoughts uh, seem to fly away and even if you're just telling your ideas, but would you just add one or two sentences um, about, so what is it about talking about conservation nowadays? I mean, now we put this aside, you know, everything should be open and free and, uh, uh, you know, flying in different axes, but is con conservation something that Conservation, conservation okay. sorry, conservation that matters to you? Absolutely, no, no. I mean, the uh, it is. We are just working in Mainzul. One of the biggest projects is uh, about post-catastrophic mm -hmm. uh, cities or spaces where you see the uh, mm -hmm. uh, you conserve, you throw away, you rebuild. What what do you mm -hmm. do uh, in that situation? So I think uh, uh, conservation. Uh, conversations on conservation is extremely <laughs> important. I like the mm. uh, intervention of uh, of uh, colleague uh, Simon, uh, who gave mm. exactly the problems of uh, conserving not uh, according to a rigid uh, Western uh, mm. logic. So there is conservation theories from the 1960s and 70s. Uh, and you see also, if you look at certain object biographies, you see how these objects uh, tell you the story of their conservation Uh, practices and theories. So I think there we are in a moment of big change in uh, realizing new uh, conservation mm -hmm. uh, and preservation uh, techniques and methods. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, that brings us through to the provenance problems and the restitution problems. I mean, there is uh, projects like the uh, the Feather Crown of Moctezuma in Vienna law to declare the space around the Feather Crown as Mexican territory mm -hmm. and not allow in 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 uh, Vienna law and not allow uh, the curators to enter it without the permission of the Mexican colleagues and mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. do it together. I mean, there are it's, it's just one. It's not valuable for every kind of uh, uh, case, but this is a specific case which has been worked out well. And there the. Uh, we have to debate the uh, conservation techniques with the people. I mean, that's the point. There's not an abstract solution for it. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand side, there is this opening up. <laughs> Only the sky is the limit. So um, where would you say, sorry, guys, opening up, people, children sitting on the floor, <laughs> just doing whatever in a museum court, when is there a limit? 
where's limitation? Well, there are, there are, the limits are still so high uh, that we should not be preoccupied mm. uh, by a little bit be more uh, generous in doing mm. so. And I don't think that the uh, major threatening for the objects uh, is that children are sitting at the floor, mm. uh, actually. So I would say this is a minor problem mm -hmm. uh, for the moment. But uh, uh, obviously one has to be a museum a stakeholder or director to... Uh, to discuss with the curators who are old-fashioned curators very mm -hmm. often who, mm -hmm. who cannot imagine the creativity of putting an object out. I mean, uh, working uh, working on this vessel project, on the container project with the Victorian Albert and Miss Bill Sherman, uh, one of the points is that I'm a quite privileged person. I can call a museum director and say, I want to see an object outside the vitrine. Mm. No? And this will happen even with very precious objects for doing new photographs and so uh, not in every case, but nearly every case. Uh, for scholars, that's possible. Uh, uh, but seeing an object out of the vitrine changes the object completely. Mm. So what we see, I'm not against vitrines, by the way, be absurd. Uh, but from time to time, to show an object well protected by, you know, uh, outside a vitrine, for example, if it is climatically possible for certain mm -hmm. materials, uh, creates an experience for people which is completely different uh, from walking in this encaged objects. No? Mm -hmm. Thank you. So, we open up the discussion with you. What kind of questions arise? Please just get in. Don't use proper, proper language. Just give us thoughts, ideas, and moods, maybe. Yeah, hello. Uh, my name is uh, Laura Masri. Uh, thank you for this talk. Um, I'm, I'm an architect, um, and I work in Berlin in my own practice, and I would like to open up maybe a possibility to continue this. Um, what you've mentioned yourself, colleague Simon, who uh, stressed the importance of a kind of non-Western focus on, let's say, um, objects and scales and museum policy. I happen to have recently been in Kuwait, and um, I'm, I'm well-connected there, and I've visited some of the artifacts of the Al-Sabak collection, um, which have, they've been, um, well, first collecting art, but then um, going uh, through excavations and have objects from the three, uh, they call them the three big civilizations, uh, Mesopotamia, the Indus Valley. And, and when I saw these objects in this context, um, not in a vitrine, like in a depot and uh, learning about this kind of pre-Islamic amazing culture going on at the other side of the um, I mean it, it, the east I thought to myself how can we kind of open up this non-politicized you know uh, way we see this part of the world um, and maybe uh, maybe this is way too broad what would be interesting maybe you could comment on how you think um, well for example President uh, Macron is he had this deal you know and uh, With the, with the Abu Dhabi and or the now exchanging with uh, Saudi Arabia culture, and is this a good thing or is this superficial? And should museums get more involved? Well, it's a very general question. I mean, sorry, I hear me two times. Um, it's a very good question, which is opens up many different uh, directions. One of them is archaeology, obviously. I mean, I'm very happy that you bring that in. Uh, because we should be aware of uh, that we don't speak, that we don't don't see always a 
painting of uh, Rembrandt in front of your eyes if you speak about the museum. Uh, I'm rather concerned with objects and objects of different size, materiality, uh, and all that. My scale problem is mostly also how do I order a museum space uh, and create a narrative, which is always political, uh, but it's always also trying to get uh, constellations of objects. I mean, if you have seen the uh, the uh, Mushata facade in the Islamic Museum, uh, how for decades uh, small objects, a broken, a broken human uh, figure was uh, from the backside presented very close to it. Uh, so you create a narrative by that. Even if you say, well, this is all this environment of objects which were found in this place, uh, but you still create a narrative by a constellation of objects. Uh, and if you that's my first answer to the archaeology part. Archaeology, art history, anthropology, uh, and aesthetics. These are the four A uh, we are working with in this horizon. Okay, um, the the Louvre Abu Dhabi question is a, is a very complicated one. Uh, I, in principle, would not be so negative about the idea uh, to have a museum uh, in Abu Dhabi, a very interesting contact zone between, let's say. Uh, Indian subcontinent, China, and the West. Uh, the problem is rather, and also to to lend objects of a certain value and take a billion dollars. I mean, that's that's an affair they had done. I mean, I would not criticize that fact. I would look. I would just go uh, and would look at it, uh, and would see what kind of narratives uh, have been built up. And you see that they have tried to be. Uh, I mean, so of building up a collection on the one hand and by, by, uh, by buying a lot of objects on the one hand and bringing uh, major works of art from, the, from all over the world, uh, from the Louvre in Paris uh, uh, and some regional museums in France there. Okay, uh, so I would very carefully look at the narratives they built. And there I'm rather skeptical uh, because the narratives they have built in the, uh, the uh, first... Speak first of all, you are not allowed uh, to use... The f 55 or white cubes, which form a kind of orientalist uh, Medina-like structure with a piazza and a cupola and the sea space. It's very beautiful if you go, no? Um, I would say the narrative is very problematic. Uh, on the one hand, because it offers a wild, um, aestheticizing um, comparison of cultures without any kind of narratives, with a kind of archetypes, motherhood. You know, you go there, you see a, uh, a Virgin Mary, you see an African statue, uh, you see a, a Chinese, you know, and so on. Uh, and then uh, after this room with a comparative dimension, you enter, uh, you enter in the uh, in an itinerary. If they would have just allowed that you move freely back and forth and have not to walk like a a march of civilizations, no? uh, from, let's say, ancient Egypt uh, to, uh, to Napoleon, uh, and then the, the classical modern, uh, by breaking the narratives only with a very few pieces. So if you see the Greek process, you have also uh, three Chinese uh, Ting process in the, in the room. You know? So this kind of, of narrative is very old-fashioned and also very problematic politically uh, for the region we are speaking about. Okay, that's my answer. Sorry, I have to. Hello. It's finished. Maybe it's finished. I don't know. Maybe yeah. That's thank you for this answer. There's always the argument that this killing this narrative is um, it's kind of stripping the object of all this uh, loaded, right, uh, things, and that uh, the the object is purely then looked artistically. I mean, do you think this is a 
weak uh, argument, or is, does this have potential? You mean to show them just in their aesthetic value? It never works. Uh, it never works because it's it's always political. But if you, uh, I would have shown slides. I've, I've just been there for a few weeks ago. Uh, if you would see the. Uh, that reads the texts. It's not about les arts premiers, as it has been the Louvre. It's really saying that from uh, ancient Egypt, it goes to... It's really a narrative of civilizations, you know, and this is very problematic. The pure aestheticized thing is also dangerous. I would rather opt for a, a plurality of narratives. You know, it, gives, it, offers, it makes offers. Uh, the offers are open, some are aesthetic, some are political, some are economic, some are global exchange, I don't know what. Uh, and, then you, and then you allow people to walk back and forth uh, as they want, and you just have a better, uh, let's say, uh, display and narrative. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to ask a question about scales because you said that uh, culture is simultaneously something which can be a subcategory and also a category which is, well, above something. Uh, and then you talked about museums and two conceptions of the museums. And I wonder, so I have a very simple question, whether there is a possibility for a museum which would show this scale understanding of culture because, well, I, I don't know so much about museums, but still I have an expression that there is only one idea about uh, about culture. There is, uh, let's say, so the museums are trying now to, to break this narrative in a certain way, but uh, this scale idea, which which uh, I think is very productive, is not still not there. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. Right. Yeah. Uh, it is partly there by means of uh, the misalignment of the whole structure. You know, because the museums are uh, and they display and they show that they are or national or private or uh, whatsoever funded. Uh, and from that point of view, uh, they are big machines which display uh, their own mission by means of their mission statements and by means of their museum politics. So that's on one side where they participate uh, in that what cultures do is the question of our, uh, let's say, uh, symposium. On the other hand, and we have the... Uh, there we have to speak about scale of museums. I mean, it makes a big difference uh, if you speak about a, 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 a local, a small local museum uh, in South India or, or if you speak uh, the big new... Uh, Egyptian Museum in Cairo, uh, or you speak a, uh, a universal museum uh, like the LACMA uh, in Los Angeles. No? Even if, if you see, for example, uh, the, the, the big uh, program, uh, Pacific Standard Time 2, uh, which has been last autumn in Los Angeles, this was a very good example how, let's say, 60 museums uh, participated in a, a discussion about, let's say, Uh, cultural diversity about the various communities. So the Museum of the Chinese Immigrants uh, in the West Coast uh, made a show and, and everybody else. Uh, and this became a kind of uh, uh, citywide no, activity. I, you know, if you, if you say this can be done in a place where you have all these infrastructures, uh, 
Uh, but we cannot evaluate museums in such a technical terms. We have to see uh, what is possible in which place and what is achieved or not achieved in which place. Uh, otherwise, we only speak always about the British Museum, the Victoria Albert Museum, uh, the, the Humboldt Forum, which has not... I mean, I'm extremely happy. I'm here for one day and a half, uh, and nobody has until now mentioned more than one time the Humboldt Forum. As we, I mean, I would ask for an applause for that, but, you know, uh, and so I don't want to do it myself. But obviously, this is a laboratory uh, where we will see uh, how things go, because, uh, as I have already said, Martin Roth, uh, what, is, what are Martin Roth's achievements uh, by means of uh, the big exhibitions he did? Blockbuster, intellectual blockbusters, if you want. No? Uh, this is unique. Uh, and what is his impact on the museum display uh, in the Victorian Albert Museum, in the Dresden Museums, which I had to evaluate with a, with a team, uh, after his departure. So what's interesting, uh, you know, and it's not a critique of Martin Roth at all. It's just say, I mean, that's, uh, there are various parts of his activities. And, uh, and I found it very intriguing that he then goes into the IFA, no? that he takes a position uh, political, say, negating that art has a diplomatic function and museums have a diplomatic function, uh, but then going into this kind of uh, political role. Uh, so there I would say, yes, uh, uh, there is a uh, there are places where these two dimensions of culture as a hyper, hyper and a hypo uh, structure are, uh, are debated and uh, bring also out uh, quite interesting uh, proposals, not solutions, obviously. Heine Banking. I observe here some misconceptions, at least in my mind, about what is size and what is scale. I cited a UNESCO report from 30 years ago where Bussacott said scale is more than size. It has proportions and consequences. And to communicate that in the context across magnitudes, that is a challenge of political sciences. They can uh, make the small go into the macro scale, but never... Uh, bring the macro scale back to the micro scale. So to build that in exhibitions, I did nine, 30 years, no, 28 years ago in the German Chancery, to really show that through super science we can bring reality and virtual reality and a compound of realities together. That is my challenge here, and I don't wanted to stick my neck out, because if we just consider our motion in time and space and not in combination of them, we're not reaching to the solution spaces we are confronted, given the pro problem spaces we are all confronted with. Thank you so much. What, sound, what, what sounds as a critique... Uh, is a well-formulated uh, uh, confirmation of exactly what I was speaking about. Uh, I was not speaking about size. I was only saying size when I say there are big museums and small museums, which is true. Uh, because the scale is uh, exactly what I said in, the, uh, in my uh, text, the relational uh, dynamics between the spaces, uh, the people, the objects, the screens, uh, etc. No? I mean, there you play out a scaling uh, of the of the museum dynamics, and this seems to me one of the key uh, problems we have to address. 
So on that point of view, I completely agree with you. Um, it's not just about the small and the big. And what you also, what you also said uh, implicitly uh, was that there is a kind of entropical uh, problem by being able to upscale and downscale, but not the other way around. Uh, and this uh, is completely in, uh, in, in synchrony with my idea about the ec ecosystem. You know, that museums are ecosystems, and ecosystems are always... Uh, to be scaled or to be uh, in a scientific approach, uh, their scale matters. No, I mean that's uh, that's the point. So I I don't speak about the big and the small, even if uh, it is interesting to have big and small objects within a space. Uh, but then you should take them within uh, not not the size as measured within a given structure of measurements, but rethink rethink the dynamics of measuring. That's the point. So with which, which, which is the way I measure objects, uh, you know? So then I come into cultural uh, different modes of doing so, etc., etc. So, great. Thank you. I was trying to aim at the global problematique. Jean Gebser, with the magic, the mythical, uh, the rational and the integral consciousness, spoke about that there was an Einbruch of time. So a, a break of everything we know about time is different now, and now about space. And this, I think, museums have to tackle because space is not really tackled and we still struggle with scales. Type with the technique, even if it's good. Yeah, well, thank you. I don't want to add anything. I mean, only to confirm one point that the uh, that scale is not only a, a space related category, but also a time related category. On that, I completely agree. And uh, obviously, in a uh, post Einsteinian world, uh, we are fully aware of four and fifth dimensional spaces, uh, which also are uh, temporal, and we do 4D reconstructions and so on. So I think there is a big future uh, we have to uh, work on. Thank you. Is everything said and done? So we have one minute. Oh, we have you enough for a minute. I take the minute. So, okay, okay, I will do so, and maybe... Breaking it down to the people in your worldwide travels and in um, meeting with colleagues from around the globe, more or less. Um, just break it down for us. What kind of a prototype would you define or what kind of mental but also practical skills should people bring in to serve your ideas? Well, I've not, <coughs> I'm not preaching anything. I'm not a prophet of anything. I think there is a very good combination of visionary, uh, and pra visionary uh, imagination and, and pragmatism. Uh, and again, Martin Roth is a wonderful, uh, mm -hmm. let's say, model for that. And uh, uh, whereas I would, this is an answer. The other, the other, the other half of your question, I will not give an answer. I mean, there is, uh, there is no model. There are good examples mm -hmm. uh, of museum practice, of museum uh, theory and museum uh, as a kind of, uh, how to say, ontological awareness of participation mm -hmm. in societal 
exchanges and dynamics. No, I mean, that has been said uh, so many times in the last two days, and I don't want to repeat it. Uh, but the question is open, and uh, one, has to, one has to be around, or one has to have people around uh, with various experiences, as it happens here, mm-hmm. uh, to get aware of things, uh, mm-hmm. even if in a cuffed bag. No. Okay, thank you. Okay. Ah, there's another question. Just a last burning question. Um, could you make a comment on uh, Italian, perhaps, uh, cult, um, culture when it comes to uh, museum policy? I mean, in comparison, for example, to the very provoking and interesting uh, presentation about the Rijksmuseum in, in Amsterdam, where everything is completely digitalized, is this, uh, is this sort of the Dutch approach, or is this something that could be universal? Well, between the Dutch and the universal, there are some categories in between, no? Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would say. Um, I, I'm not sure if the, if the Rijksmuseum, for me, is one of the best examples of uh, what is digitally happening now. But you don't ask that. You ask for, you ask for Italy. If you give me an hour more, um, I will give you a sharp answer, or even in a, in a break. The situation in Italy is highly complicated, but there are uh, great people uh, trying to, uh, to, to move on. Uh, regarding the digital, I would say that Italian museums are not, uh, let's say, um, breaking through grounds. They are not groundbreaking, actually. That's, that's for sure. But I would not have an overall negative uh, view of the Italian uh, museums uh, today because they work under extremely difficult uh, political and financial uh, conditions. Uh, and there are uh, excellent places with a great outcome. I mean, some of them, I must admit, are private. I mean, what the, uh, what the Prada Foundation does in Milan today uh, is, is, quite, is quite fantastic. Uh, but I would also say that there are some provincial museums in Sicily which, which we could discuss about. Okay, great. Fine. Done. Yeah. Finito. Mm-hmm. Finito. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. And take a break. Thank you. Thank you.